0: there. If you like, you can get your Bible. Uh, Today we'll be coming from Psalm 94, verse 19. I'll be right back. Thanks. Hey there. Blessings to you and welcome to Walk in the Word. I'm your host, Robin, and I'm so, so glad that you're here with me. Thank you for stopping in for a little bit of time. And uh, we are continuing this journey, and it has been a journey. Uh, Through our talk on freedom from fear, I'm just sharing with you, we are on part 10. Can you believe that? Part 10. So, in our Bibles, we will be coming from Psalm ninety-four verse nineteen. I want to read. Uh, actually, I'm going to start with verse sixteen, and uh, go through nineteen, and then I'm going to read three different, uh, two other different translations of Psalm ninety-four nineteen. All right. So, Psalm ninety-four sixteen through nineteen. Who will rise up for me against the wicked? Who will take a stand for me against evildoers? Unless the Lord had given me help, I would soon have dwelt in the silence of death. When I said, my foot is slipping, your love, O Lord, supported me. When I am filled with cares, your comfort brings me joy. All right, so let's read Psalm ninety-four nineteen in the New King James Version. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. And then lastly, I'll do the Passion Translation. Whenever my busy thoughts were out of control, the soothing comfort of your presence calmed me down and overwhelmed me with delight. Wow. So this, this whole psalm, this, this uh, Psalm 94, is actually an appeal to God as the judge to deal with where the psalmist is at this particular time and um, where the people, where God's people have been for quite some time and how they were being oppressed by the rich, by those in government who had positions, um... Of power, And they used that power in an ungodly way, an unjust way, an unrighteous way. And they were oppressing the poor, the fatherless, and the widows. And the psalmist was crying out to God, you see what's going on. I need you to take vengeance. Rise up. Like in verse 2, he says, rise up, judge of the earth. Repay the proud what they deserve. And then then he talks about, Lord, how long will the wicked go on and do this? And we see this even in in our society, in our country, I'm sorry, in our world today, where the rulers, those in high places, many of them are abusing their authority and their power and they're just ruling in wickedness. And so there are people, there are people today, just like there were back then, who are really crying out to God for justice. For justice to the those who are being oppressed. And I'm not just talking about racial issues. Those who are being oppressed, who are poor, who are being treated unfairly in the judicial system. Those who are being treated unfairly across the globe. This is not just something that's taking place in the United States. And people are in positions of power and they are abusing their positions of power. And the people of God are crying out, even those who don't know God, who are under oppression, they are crying out for help, for relief. And that is what is taking place in this psalm. And the first, uh, couple, the way the psalm is broken down, it's like the the psalmist is first talking to God about the unrighteous, and then he turns it and he talks to the unrighteous about God. He begins to tell them, "Hey, listen, you're stupid, you're foolish. Do you know the one who shapes the ears? He hears the ones who the one God who formed the eye. He sees what you're doing." And he goes on and on and um, saying that Lord, the Lord knows the thoughts of every human being. And then the psalmist begins to talk to God about the righteous. Then he talks to God about himself. And this is where we are. I read uh, Psalm 94 verses 16 through 19. And one of the things he says In verse 17 is, if the Lord had not been my helper, it would have been over. That's what he's saying. It would have been over for me. If God had not risen up and delivered me from these wicked people, it would have been over. And then he says in verse 18, um, he says, if I say my foot is slipping, Lord, I'm losing it. But then he says, your faithful love will support me, Lord. And here we are in verse 19, because we are dealing with freedom from fear. And I have a personal testimony here, a recent one. So he says, when I am filled with cares, your comfort brings me joy. Or whenever my busy thoughts are out of control, God's comfort His presence calms me down and overwhelms me with delight or joy. Or when I'm filled with anxiety, the consolation or the comfort of the Lord brings joy to my soul. And I tell you that, um, that and the other uh, talks we've had about freedom from fear, I had to put all of this into practice (laughs) just this past weekend. I'm telling this, the end of the week and the weekend. And I have been tested by the very words that I've been sharing with you all. And it was, it was fierce. So let me share, you know, I'm not going to go into great detail, but let me just share enough so that you know that God is so able. He is so able. Now I know you, you all know that, but I'm just saying, you know, sometimes we are, you know, we're, we're tested in, in, in one level and then we go to another level and there are some more tests coming, you know, especially when we are sharing God's word, we get put to the test. Okay. So whether we share it or hear it or receive it. All right. So, um, this is just a personal testimony. Recently I was bombarded. I was attacked It was by the awareness of how incapable I was to do some things that I really wanted to do. And when I say bombarded and attacked, it was like, it was as if my mind well, my mind was under attack, but just picture, and, and if you're watching the news and you see what's going on in Ukraine and Russia and some other places, and you see bombs, even in Israel, and, and you know, the bombs that are going off, just boom, 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 one after the other, one after the other, one after, that is a picture of what was going on in my, just my mind. So it got so bad that it this, this bombardment and this... Uh, feeling of being totally incapable and totally helpless to change a situation, I got to the point where I was in despair, even though, and I want y'all to hear this, okay? Even though I know I needed to cry out to the Lord, I know that I knew that I needed to cry out to God and I needed to steal away. And I actually was crying out to him, but the cry was real weak. You know, on the inside, it was like, help me, Lord. <laughs> Maybe that sounds a little crazy, but it was like, you know, the, the bombardment was great, so great that all I could uh, uh, manage to get out of my spirit, not out of my mouth, but was help me, Lord. Like this weak, frail cry to the Lord. But I just want y'all to hang in there with me for a minute, okay? Um, I could barely utter the words. I could barely say it. As a matter of fact, I couldn't. It was that, um, but I want you to know that God hears those cries too. He hears those weak, feeble, that's the word I'm looking for. Those weak, feeble cries when we just cannot get the words out because the the warfare or the bombardment The distress is so strong, and this attack intensified. Listen, it started probably on a Wednesday evening, no, probably a Thursday morning, and a couple of days went and actually intensified. And I came up with all kinds of scenarios in my mind, even though I I knew I needed to pray. I knew I needed to pray, y'all. I did. I'm I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. I know when I'm in in a, in a trial or not in a trial, but I know that I need to pray all the time, right? So it was like, but I kept coming up, and I do believe now that I look back, it was the enemy just distracting and I just fed into it. I'm just keeping it real, and you know, I came up with all these kind of scenarios, and I distracted myself so that so that I did not quote unquote have time. To steal away. So after a couple of days, and I just mulled this over in my mind, and I just, I was literally walking through this attack that, that really was launched on my mind based on a certain situation I was in. And I went to sleep. I, I just, you know, I went to sleep each night. I slept all right, <laughs> but. The la- the second night, I went to sleep. I felt so defeated. I just, it was like, I just felt weak. You know, I went through the day. I went to work. I did what I needed to do. And I just felt defeat. Matter of fact, I went to bed early. It was like, this is what I said. I said, you know what, God? Just whatever. Just whatever. This is how I w- I'm just, you know, Whatever. And, but still, even with that, even with that level of frustration that I was experiencing, there was still a faint cry coming from my spirit. And this is so amazing to me because when we are going through that, we still want God to help us, even though the struggle is real and is deep and is heavy. We still, as believers, we still want God to help. And we still know, like, I know I belong to God. Can't nothing shake me from that. I know I'm his daughter. Nothing can shake that from me. So even when I'm going through, I still have, and that's the Holy Spirit. Listen, that's the Holy Ghost. Okay. He's the one who's crying out because if I was, because I was all up in my flesh the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So I was all up in my weak flesh, feeling all of these emotions. But the spirit of God, he's the one who was crying out, help me. He was crying out for me. Those groanings that could not be uttered. He was doing that for me. And God was hearing him, hearing the cry. So it was still, Lord, help me. Lord, and then I remember just sitting here where I am sitting now. Lord, keep me. I just had my head on the desk because um, I can't remember when whether that was the night before, the day before, but all I remember, I I see it, is that I had just had my head. I was laying down on laying my head on my desk and I just said, just keep me. Lord, just keep me. Just keep me. That's, that's all I need you to do while I'm going through this. Just keep me. And fear, because we're talking about this, the, the fear of not seeing coming out on the other side, it was terrorizing me. That spirit was terrori- terrorizing me. And listen, when we go through... I even had to go back and listen to some of these episodes that I'm doing. I had to go back and encourage myself. Because I knew I was in a war. I knew I was in a war. But I want y'all to understand and to know that God hears our cry. Even the faintest cry. There's a song that has that in that. He hears even the faintest cries of our souls. And then the last night before everything broke, I had this dream, which the dream helped me to make an important decision that had actually nothing to do with the battle I was in. God is just awesome. It was a question I had that I had forgotten about. And he answered that question in that dream. So I woke up, I thought about the dream. I sat on the edge of my bed, thought about it, made that decision. And um, then I said, "Mm, I'm not going out like this. I just made up my mind after those couple of days of that intense battle. I said, you know what? I'm not going out like this. My Bible was laying on the edge of my, on the foot of my bed. I turned around. I got my Bible. I said, Lord, you got an answer for me somewhere in this word. I opened it. Now, I didn't look at it right away. I opened the Bible and I just kind of sat there. I really was just thinking and, and just really just crying out. But, you know, not verbally, just not vocally, just, you know, in in the place of Lord, I need you. You know, so I opened it up. Listen, I opened it up. I pondered a few more minutes. Then I looked down at where the pages were open. Lord have mercy. I know some of y'all have testimonies like this one. The page, my eyes landed on. Precisely on the scripture that broke the spirit of fear in that moment, in an instant. That one word, that one scripture broke. The Holy Ghost used that word to break that spirit of fear, to break that warfare that had been launched on my mind. Broke the spirit of fear, oppression, hopelessness, helplessness, and I then I began to cry out to the Lord out loud and I began to take authority. I know I said it took a couple of days and I'm not lying it took a couple of days. I did not just come right back at the enemy after he launched the attack. I did not come right back cuz I allowed and I allowed too much time. But listen, at the appointed time, see I had to go through that. Because if I had not gone through that, I would not be able to testify right now that God is a deliverer, that his word will transform a situation. His word will break yokes. God's word will break a situation and and destroy it and demolish it. God's word will do that. The Holy Ghost will answer every cry of our heart, even the faintest cry. Because God knows we want to do what's right by Him. And we need answers to certain problems and situations. We need answers. And God is not going to let us wander and wander too long before He provides the answer. But we have to know that His answers are in His Word. And that blessed me so much. I just, it was like, oh my God, you broke it. He broke the fear. And so, oh, he answered my cry. I knew I knew I couldn't continue to walk in fear or anxiety or distress. I knew I couldn't do that. And God didn't want me to. And because I realized that that was the only place I could get help. Now, I could have called somebody. I could have called and said, can you pray for me? But that is not the course that God wanted me to go on at that particular time. That is not what he wanted me to do then. Because if he had have put someone on my heart to say, I need you to call so-and-so and get some help in prayer, then I would have been obedient and done that. But this is what God wanted me to see. The answers are in his word. And let me tell you all something. If you go to someone and what they're telling you does not line up with the word of God in some way, then you've got to shut them down. And you've got to go to the word of God. Because there are too many hirelings out here. There are too many wolves in sheep's clothing that people are running to and being led astray because what they are saying sounds good and may have a little dip and dab in the word of God, but not may, may not be the whole counsel of God, may not be the whole counsel that we need to be set free from fear and delivered from anxiety. It has to come and it has to be founded on the word of God. So I just came to encourage you that when we are filled as Psalm 94:19 says when we are filled with cares when we are overcome with anxiety whenever our busy thoughts are out of control because our thoughts can get out of control and y'all know that we can be out of control just in our minds and listen nobody looking on the outside would ever know it except a discerning soul except that the Lord reveals that to someone But when we are filled to that capacity, the the Lord will bring his comfort. He will send consolation and it will come either in directly from his word or through someone who is speaking the word of God and speaking life into us. And that's where the joy comes in because it's like, oh my God, when he showed me that scripture, it was like, Oh my God. And I just, just tears began to fall because that let me know God heard every cry, every faint cry that I cried out over the last couple of days. God heard it. It let me know he is concerned, even though I already know that, but he does it again and again and again, just to let us know, hold on. I got you. I understand I even read in Hebrews about God, about Jesus Christ, our great high priest, being touched with the feelings of our infirmities. He is touched not just with our infirmities, but with how our infirmities make us feel, with the emotional impact. He is concerned about everything that concerns us. We serve an amazing, awesome, loving Heavenly Father, God of all comfort. So be encouraged. If you're going through right now, get in his word, go there. Allow him to show you what he has to say. And if he leads you to someone to pray with you, Make sure they pray with you. And make sure if they speak anything into you and over you, that it's the word of God or founded on the word of God. And that they have a genuine concern for your soul. So I just wanted to bring that to you. God loves you so much. I love you. But man, oh man, God's love, nothing like it. Nothing can compare to it. So be encouraged and be blessed. Thank you for being here. Father, thank you so much for taking me through that valley. Thank you, Lord, for bringing me through. Thank you, Lord. Uh, As we talked about in the last episode, when we go through the valley of the shadow of death, and that valley of the shadow of death could mean so many different things to, to each one of us, Lord. But you bring us through. We are not to stay there. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for how you watched out for me and how you are looking out and watching out for those who know you, God, even those who don't know you. You're still looking out for them because if you weren't, you would not have led them to listen to this podcast episode. I believe that. I believe your love is beyond comprehension. It is so great. So, Lord, just continue to call us to your word, to call us to your feet, to call us to your throne, to call us into worship, to call us to learn more about you by reading and studying your your word, God, your scriptures. Oh, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, God, that you would bless the listeners. Bless them beyond measure. Remind them that you hear their cries. Even when they can't speak them, you hear them. And at your appointed time, you will answer. But help us never to let go. Never. Because you will never let go of us. And I praise you. I thank you. I pray that you have received the glory through this episode. Strengthen my brothers and my sisters, Lord. Deliver them from anxiety, from fear, from worry, from distress. Deliver them from the hand of the enemy and protect them from the enemy, oh God. I thank you that you're real, that you are alive. And I praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, my dear friends. I want you to be blessed. Uh, If you are on a platform where you can subscribe, do so. If you are able to like this episode, please do so. And if you feel that someone else could be blessed by this episode, feel free to share it. If you can't, like, hit a share button, you can always find the... uh, little square with the arrow which means you can share it you can click on that and usually there's an option to share a link so if you copy or uh, yeah copy that link you can put that in a text message you can put that in an email um and then or you can put the link on a Facebook uh friends page or however you want to do it but you can share there are so many different ways to share so um yeah Thank you for being here, and God bless you. Uh, what else? Oh, if you want to reach me directly, you can do walkinthewordwithrobin@gmail.com. at gmail.com. God bless you. See you next time.